All right. That looks like we're live. We are back. We're back uh, March the 22nd. March 22nd. Few uh, few days left in March, and then it's April. Yep. So, no it's March Spring Madden. time. Yeah, this time it'd be March Madness time. We'd be gearing up for the for the Final Four and all that good stuff. Yeah. No March Madness this year. No so. March Madness this year. Wow, yeah. it's first time in as long as I could remember. There's no March Madness. If you yeah. think back to all the great March Madnesses they've been over our lifetime, man, we've seen a yeah. lot of great. Basketball over our lifetime. Absolutely. You, know, you, you, you more so than me. And recently, because I just kind of stopped watching basketball probably about ten years ago. Yeah. But prior to that, man, we had some great March Madness. Absolutely. So uh, this, you know, before we get into tonight's topic, there was a um, a basketball related uh, show that ESPN had on a couple of nights ago. Since there is no March Madness, they had a bracket breaking down the 64 greatest college basketball players of all time. So, of course, I zeroed in on that because I'm like, okay, who's on this list, right? (laughs) A lot of people that are like, okay, yeah, they should be there. But there were two things that stuck out to me about that list that like, hmm. The first thing was one of the individuals not on the list was a guy from our neck of the woods, Daryl Griffith. Daryl Griffith was not on the list of the really? four greatest college players. Played for Louisville Mail back in the day. Yep. I know you, you guys played against Louisville Mail a few times in yep. the state tournament, whatnot. And I think they came to E-Town and played down in the old uh, gym a few times. Yep. But he was not on the list. And I'm, I was surprised because he was the John Wooden winner in 1980, right. led Louisville to the national championship. Right. All-time leading scorer in Louisville basketball history, and he's not on the list. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? So that was one thing. The other thing, when they racked and stacked the brackets, they were seeding the players who were, you know, the 64. The 13th seed belonged to Pistol Pete Maravich. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, really? Are you kidding? Pistol <laughs> Pete is 13? No way. At 13. No way. And I mean, growing up in the South, we saw Pistol Pete just about every Saturday on the SEC game of the week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, Pistol Pete was, he was the deal, man. He was good. He was good. You know, he was he was awesome. He had great ball handling skills. Ball he could handling. shoot, shoot the heck out of the ball. But number yeah. 13? Yeah, he had, he had 13 on the list. And I'm like, really? I mean, who? come on. Come on. I mean, still the all time leading score in NCAA history is Pete Maravich. He averaged 44 points a game. And this is when there was no three point line. Yeah. Yeah. Point line. And he only played three years because they didn't allow freshmen to play on the varsity team during that time. Right. Right. Man, what? Come on, man. Come on. So. That was my basketball fix for the week, you know. I tuned into that, and I was just like, hmm, who voted for this list? And <laughs> to find out, it was fans. It was fans voting on this list. So, say do love. You, do, you, do you think he should have been higher or lower than that? Oh, absolutely. Pete Maravich, he, I'm thinking Pete Maravich should have been at least top 10. Top 10. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. And some of the people they had, they had Zion Williamson on the list. I mean, are you, 
They had Zion Williamson on the list. And they had Trey Young on the list, who didn't win anything and was in Oklahoma. I mean, he was a good player. But Zion Williamson's on the list. Trey Young was on the list. And they were going down. It's like UCLA won, what, 11 titles during the John Wooden era. And there were only two UCLA players on the entire bracket. Two players out of all those guys. You know, I know, I, mean, I know. Lou Alcindor was one. Who was the other one? Sidney uh, Wicks, Bill, Bill, Bill Wall, but no Sidney Mountain Wall. Man, no Marcus Johnson, nope, no Gail Goodrich. I nope. mean, I'm like, who voted for this list? <laughs> I mean, obviously, fans. You know, fans are in a different realm. I'm, I'm sorry, I take issue with fans voting for stuff like this. They vote for the All Star Game too, and it's like. Who? What? You obviously don't watch a lot of basketball. You so, may have to look at. You may have to look at who the fans are today. This is true. This is so, true. You know, as old as we are, we seen, we seen the NCAA tournament go from eight teams right. to sixty-five teams. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, you know, the sixty-fourth team is. You know, sixty-fifth team right. is. Right. You know, you have a little, you have a little game, and they get in. They play in. You know, right. they right. play in. But we've seen the transition from, you know, eight to sixteen right. to thirty-two to sixty-four. Right. right. And so we've seen a whole heck of a lot of basketball, man. Growing up, when we grew up, I mean, just just think of the time when, as we were as we were growing up, remember the. The WKUs with Jim McDaniels and all those guys, and, and you know, you know, uh, Kentucky basketball back then. I remember all those guys coming to the Armory and playing against my brother at the Armory. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a connection to all these great yeah. players yeah. that went on to play college basketball and NBA basketball yep. from uh, around the state of Kentucky. Absolutely. And and Daryl Griffith not hardly even being on there yeah. is I, a travesty. It is a travesty. Not only was he not on the list, there was not one UK player on that list. Now you think about all the UK players, even oh, though I'm really? not a fan, <laughs> no Pat Givens, no Kyle Macy, uh, who else from back in the day? Dan Issel. And this wasn't on it. Hey, come on, you know Louis Dampier. No Louis Dampier. No Louis Dampier. Damp- Louis Dampier's from right no here in, in Perry Damp- Township, Southport yeah, High no School. Louis Dampier. Uh, I mean, it was Melvin like, Turpin. No Sam Melvin Bowie. No Sam Bowie. None of those guys. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. who is voting for this list? But like you say, it's probably people now who don't really know the history up to a certain point, and it, it you can't. You can't look at their pro career. This is strictly college, strictly yeah, college. Yeah. So Jordan was on the list. Jordan right. made the list, but he's on the list because he hit that shot in right. 82 to win that championship over Georgetown. But he's on that list. So you can't take into the fact that he made his career with the Bulls or whatnot. It was strictly college. So I had like, OK, should Jordan have been on the list? I don't know. Out of those North Carolina guys, I would have probably picked James Worthy. James Worthy, right? Big James Worthy or Sam Perkins. Sam you know? Perkins or, <laughs> you know? or Daughtery. Yeah, that's a know? lot of guys. So a lot was, of guys. Was, yeah, you can go out to the internet and check it out. And not only did they do men, they had women in there too. So when okay. they did brackets, you might have had 
Diana Taurasi matched up against Bill Walton or somebody like that. It's like, who was the best college career? You know, so it was women in there, too. And some of the women that were on the list, I'm like, oh, why wasn't this woman on the list? (laughs) They didn't have Ann Myers on the list. Oh, wow. So that tells (laughs) you right there who the fans were. I mean, different perspective on basketball history. So just wanted to throw that out. Yeah. Before, yeah. before we cracking on tonight's subject, which is going to be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> that's that's a good that's a good start right there, man. Yeah. Good start, so, good start yeah. there. So yeah. so, I'll have to uh, have to go out and look at that, man. Go out and check it out. I think you'll find it interesting, especially like you said. We we grew up watching March Madness from you know as it progressed, so we saw a lot of great basketball, especially in the state of Kentucky. You know, WKU, Louisville, UK. Uh, Eastern really wasn't a huge powerhouse at the time, although they did have this guy back in the day. You might remember this guy, Zach Bas- uh, Blassing Game. I don't know if you remember him. I don't remember him. Blassing, remember. man. He was a scoring machine, scoring machine, and we had Travis Grant at Kentucky State, you know, okay. that back in the day. So yep. we, we, we've seen a lot of good hoops, a lot of good hoops. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's let's get into some fun here tonight. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back back home to Ebreeze slash E Town, Elizabeth Town. And we want to look at some things that are that we know about, that we talk about, and it makes us question our upbringing and our um our parental involvement. Our, our community involvement in our lives here tonight. So uh, I think we want to look at this as what are the things, saying phrases that we grew up with that make you go, hmm, where did that come from? Right. right. You know, so we, we want to throw out some ideas and talk about some things. And I'm sure our listening audience can kind of relate to some of these things. But, you know, growing up in the South, these are, these are things that uh, kind of happen that, you know, eventually we've passed these on to our kids and, and whatnot. So we just want to talk about some fun things. We want to lighten things up because of all this coronavirus that's, that's out there. Absolutely. So we're going to have a little fun tonight and uh, just throw out some subjects and just kind of, you know, go off of one another and have some fun. All right. Sounds like a winner. Yeah. Some terms and things and so on. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start this off with a question to you. Okay. All right. What comes to mind when you hear the word switch? Oh my gosh, switch. <laughs> uh, well, first, it's not the group that was. It's not the group from back in the day. <laughs> we're not talking about. We're not talking about the R&B group. Not the R&B group <laughs> switch. We're not talking about them. We're talking about. Your mama or your grandmama saying, go outside and tear me a piece of a tree off so I can put your behind with it. That's what that means, man. And and you hated that because it's like, man, I got to go get my own. <laughs> I got to go get my own thing so you can whip my behind with it. But uh, it was, you know, back in the day, man, it was like it, it wasn't necessarily your mom or your grandma, your auntie or somebody say, go out there and give me a switch. Or <laughs> anybody, anybody, adult, because they go get me a switch. <laughs> you know. First of all, yeah. think about this: How did they come up with the term? Yeah, switch? I don't know, versus go get me a tree limb. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what the switch part is. Maybe it was the sound it made as they were beating your behind with it. I well, don't know. You know, uh, you know, you know, as parents go by and they used to take it and taunt you before they hit you because they would wave it. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it and it would make you cry before before That's he right. even hits you with it. <laughs> right. Or, or you would tense up expecting, you know, to be hit with it. You know, you're, you're, you're already tensed up waiting for it. And, uh, yeah, man, yeah. And that so was like... Any, that, it, any of our people out there, if you know where that term switch came from, <laughs> help us out. Because we know what it is. We, know, we know what it did. But we're just I, trying to figure out, I'm just trying to figure out, well, where did this term switch come from? Yeah. I think it was the sound it made when they were when they were getting ready to to, to whack you with it. You know the sound it made in the air, you know and whatnot. And heaven forbid if it broke when they were beating you down with it, <laughs> <laughs> then you'd have to go out and get another one, man. It's like oh my gosh. And back then, man, you you can attest to this. Sometimes, man, you get beat down with the switch, man. You you get some whelps left on your body. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And ain't nobody going to say nothing about it. Nobody going <laughs> to say a word. Nobody going to call child services and all these other people. It's like, you got your behind whipped. That was it. Yeah. And see, the other part to alleviate some of the pain is that you try to leave all the little bitty limbs and the leaves yeah. on there because <laughs> it will give you a little bit of a cushion. Right. And then you know, your mom or dad would take and go, oh, no, we're stripping all those leaves, leaves. all those little twigs yeah. off of there. Yeah. So you leave about one or two at the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just wear you out with it. Yeah. Now, was it better getting getting whipped with the switch with your clothes on? Or they say, pull your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> pull your pants down. I was like, oh, man. And you trying to jump and, and dodge. Oh, man. And then they start talking to you. Yeah, they start talking to you, right? My grandmother, that was her thing, man. She'd be hitting you and you'd be crying and she'd be like, dry it up, dry it up. You know, <laughs> and at the same time, she's still hitting It's like, you can't stop crying because she's wailing on you. Man. Oh, my God. That Miss Gonzala? Yeah, man. She'd be like, dry it up, dry it up. Did I tell you to dry it up? And you'd be like, you still crying because it's like, it stings, man. You know, that switch hitting you behind, it stings. So absolutely. Yeah. If somebody knows, uh, please let us know where that where the word switch came from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That was indeed a good one, man. I'm saying every tears in my eyes, man. Thank you. <laughs> all the time. It's a, diff go out. a different type of crying. <laughs> different type of crying, man. Different type of crying. So I have one. I have one. And uh, this was one my, my mom used to say all the time. My grandmother used to say it, too. And um, we, we get this when, you know, um, you're, you may be misbehaving and uh, you figure like, yeah, I ain't worried about you kidding me or not. And my mom would say, oh, you don't believe fat means greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I got that on my list, too. <laughs> It's like, oh, you don't believe that means greasy. And uh, I'll be like, you would be like, what? <laughs> you know? But the thing was, it was them saying, oh, you don't believe I'll get you, do you? That's what, you know, that was akin to. But, you know, the fact that, yeah, fat meat is greasy. <laughs> you know, it is, in fact, greasy. 
But how they came up yeah. with just saying, oh, you don't believe I'm going to get you, do you? That was the phrase they used. And yeah. uh, <laughs> my, mom, my, mom, my mom changed it just a little bit. She wouldn't say fat was greasy. She would say, you don't believe that lard is greasy. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> same same concept. concept. Whether, it's Chris, yeah. whether it's Crisco or whether it's just fat, <laughs> it's the same concept. You don't believe that it's greasy. <laughs> right. You don't believe it's greasy. It is like, oh, okay. So where they came up with that from, <laughs> I don't know, man. But you knew when, when you heard that, they're like, oh, I better go over here and sit down. I better be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no, man. And here's 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 one I thought of too. Is that you know you're hanging out with your you're hanging out with your friends and so on. You have a good day hanging out, and you go home and you try to try to talk back and try to sass back, yeah. Yeah. and they come back with, "I'm not one of your little friends now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not one of your little friends. Oh yeah, meaning you can't be come up in here talking like to talking crazy right. up here. Right. Right. Or 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 oh, you think you grown now? Think you grown now? <laughs> Kid to the same thing, you know. I'm not one of your little friends, but don't you be coming up in here thinking you ruling whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm still yeah. in charge, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So. Oh God! Oh man! I gotta get a tissue to wipe my eyes, man. It's like, <laughs> some of these are so hilarious. It's like you grew up with this, and you just took it as second nature's life. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, you, speaking of eyes, how about roll your eyes at me one more time, and I'm gonna smack them out. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, roll them eyes again. Yeah, that's it. Roll them eyes again, and I'll knock them out. Yeah. Oh man, uh, I've heard that around this household a couple times. Oh gosh, how about uh, how about uh, what's the one we used to get the uh, the uh, oh you'd uh, you'd be eating and you say oh man you know go ahead you know, you know fill your plate up. And mom would say, oh, your eyes done got bigger than your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and and heaven forbid, if you weren't going to eat every morsel that you put on that plate, you know, because you're like, oh, yeah, I can eat that. It's like, oh, your eyes bigger than your stomach. <laughs> better make sure you were going to eat everything you would put on that plate. And it was always, you know, it was like, don't you know people starving over in <laughs> wherever, you know, so <laughs> Don't you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my oh gosh. man. Wow. Oh. Here's here. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh here's one. What do you think this means? And it's it's kind of weird. You can kind of figure it out, but it's kind of odd. What is it? Why did they come up with you try to make ends meet? Hmm. You know, when I first heard that, I'm thinking, is that Turkey ends, <laughs> chicken butt, you know, try to make ends meet. You know, I, they probably came up with that because one is like, you know, most of our parents, you know, back in the day, I know my parents, man, it was like, you know, you live from paycheck to paycheck because there was one parent working, right. you know? Yep. And yep. so whatever, whatever you had to get you from this point to that point, 
what do you got to do in the middle <laughs> to make sure that those two, whatever it's, hey, I got I got money here for the first of the month to the middle of the month. What are we going to do from the middle of the month to the end? What we got to do to make the kids meet? That's that. <laughs> yeah. That, but they didn't say, well, hey, we, what, what do we got to do to make it to the end of the month? No, what do we got to do to make ends meet? That was, <laughs> have have uh, just enough money, have just enough money to pay for the things that you need. There ain't no extras. You didn't, no extras, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were talking about, oh, man. we were just reminiscing, man, about how things used to be special, you know, mm-hmm. if when, when 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 you got to go downtown with your mom or your dad, whoever you go downtown, what was the instructions you always got before you left the house? Don't touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and don't embarrass me out here. That was it. Those three things, man. And, and you knew, you know, yeah, it was great to go downtown, but you knew you ain't getting nothing. Ain't no need of you asking for something. And you better not do nothing to embarrass me out here. I mean, <laughs> yep. So I, I go downtown, like, eat down to go to JJ Newberry's or yeah. go to the Ben Franklin store or go to Riders or go to Riders. Uh, what's what the drugstore? Boyd's drugstore? Drugstore. Or the big thing, you got to go down to Houchins, go in the grocery store because the Houchins used to be down there. As you went down, you came out of JJ Newberry's, turned yeah. left, and went sort of down, and Houchins was down there. And so it, if you it, got it, to go to the grocery store, that was huge. That yeah. Was huge. You had a, even had an escalator at J.J. Newberry's. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember, man, we used to go in there on the way home because they used to carry, you know, they carried records in there. They always had a good selection of 45s, you know, always good selection in Newberry's, 45s, man. So I bought many 45s out of J.J. Newberry's, man. Plenty yeah. of records out of there. So here's one for you. What does it mean when you were told Go in there and put your play clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> that means that you just came back from First Baptist. Right, and, right. And you, and you didn't want to funk up. Your parents didn't want us to funk up. All right, right our good Sunday Sunday clothes. So you go in there and change clothes, put on your raggedy old dirty clothes, d- dirty yeah. jeans, you know, <laughs> socks with holes in them. <laughs> shoes with, that's ripped on the side or flapping yeah, tongue yeah. <laughs> and then um, you went back outside and played <laughs> outside and played As we, 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 my wife and I were talking man you, you had three set of clothes you had your school clothes your church clothes and your play clothes that was it <laughs> go put your play clothes on <laughs> oh god uh, oh we gotta stop it <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> this is good stuff. And just yeah. just think of you know we've passed on or we're passing on some of the terms that's been passed down by our parents, but you know it's uh, <laughs> it's hard to think these terms today because kids don't really grow up with that. You know that that family connection. No. Or that those roots that you had or that we had going up in uh, E-Town, right. you know, those roots are being severed, you know, a little bit at a time, right. you know. So right. they're they're missing on missing out on some of those things, you know. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, heard a, I heard a phrase in a movie here. I was watching a couple of weeks ago. I heard a phrase in this movie and uh, it was it was an old uh, movie day down in the south. 
And this young man was going off to, you know, to find his way in the world. Whatnot. So his dad said, now, let me tell you something. He said, don't you be out there acting above your raisin. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I died laughing, man. I'm like, he said, what? And he said, don't be out there acting above your raisin. And uh, I'm like, okay, I know what that means. <laughs> I know what Which that means. Kind of goes on with another term. It's like, don't be bougie. Don't be bougie. Yeah. <laughs> don't be bougie. We, and we, we get that a lot. My, my daughter used to get that. My daughter used to get that because, you know, most like, you know, our kids were raised in predominantly white neighborhoods. Right. And, uh, you know. We had to, it was really, it was real hilarious, man. The first time my daughter came home from a overnight stay with one of her little friends, she came home and my wife looked at her hair. She's like, what is wrong with your, your head? She's like, oh, and it was like, she stayed like a weekend with this little girl. And my, my wife said, what is wrong with your head? She said, oh, I wash my hair every day. <laughs> my wife <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the other girls were washing their hair. My wife was like, no, no, no. You don't wash your hair every day. Black folks no. don't wash their hair every day, especially women, girls. And I was like, whoa. So my wife had to provide some education as to, you know, here's how you take care of your hair. And uh, during the weekend, too, the hair thing. And then we noticed, like, why did daughter come out? She ashy. That was nothing. <laughs> She, you know, my daughter really like she was putting on lotion versus Vaseline on her skin, uh-huh. you know, to get the ash off. So I, our kids just grew up in a different environment, man. And, and a lot of the stuff we're talking about now, they look at us like, are y'all crazy? <laughs> you know, yeah, for some of for some of our listeners out there, the term bougie <laughs> basically means that you're better than other people. You know, right. it's it it was something that was adopted from uh, I guess the, the the history of it was the French French Revolution, French, the yeah. bourgeoisie or the middle class. Yeah. You know, these were the people that uh, had it in or had it good during the French French Revolution times, and so as black folks began to use this term as a as a negative, you know, like yep. you're trying to be you're trying to be uppity. Yep, you know, yep, that, that's yep. that's bougie. That's uppity and bougie are above your raisin is the same above same thing. Raisin. Don't be <laughs> above your raisin. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, oh, man. Uh, same was, thing. I forgot some rapper put out a song called She Bad and Bougie. I, I, it came out maybe last year. It was it was a pretty hot hip hop track. She bad and bougie, I think that was the name of the song. I can't remember who sings it, but uh, that was one of the hot tracks last year. I think it was because you know people still use the word. Mm-hmm. You, or, you oh, know, absolutely. People still use it, so we know it's like oh, that's a negative thing. If if somebody calls you bougie, it ain't kind. Yeah, <laughs> <It's not> kind. <laughs> they mean yeah. it. Way so yeah 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 trying to trying to bring you back down to uh yeah. you know to the below yeah. your raisins I guess <laughs> or to your raisins yeah 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 uh here's here's one you know we were talking about the switch and um and you've probably heard this I I heard this before he's and my parents or my mom would say you better stop crying before I give you something to cry about. <laughs> 
That's it. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. You better stop crying before I give you something to cry about. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I never understood because you're already crying. So what else are you gonna do to me? I'm already crying. So yes, I guess that's you know, <laughs> mom or dad thought that what we were crying about. You know, maybe I didn't get that that new right. pair of, of uh, PF flyers right. or red ball jets, you know? Right. And well, so we're crying that we didn't get those, but man, I'm going I'm to whoop your butt and I'm going to give you something really yeah. to cry about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that one never, I never understood that one. It's like, I'm already teared up here. <laughs> so <laughs> bring it on, I guess. I don't know. You know? Oh my gosh. Oh man. My mom said this one time they were they were talking, you know, folks always used to tell you, you know, if you if you were a kid and you were around adults, what did they tell you? It's grown folks business. You stay out of grown folks business, right? Stay out of grown folks business. business. So one day I forgot who my mom was talking to, but they were talking about this young lady that was in the neighborhood. And my mom said, yeah, she swallowed a bean and it sprouted. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, she must be talking about secretly, like, oh, this girl must be pregnant. That's what <laughs> she, she swallowed a, bre- a bean and it sprouted. That was that was the phrase. <laughs> and I, was like, I never heard that one before. Yeah, my mom came up with that one day. <laughs> And I forgot what it was in relation to, but it was, it was somebody, one of the girls in the neighborhood had gotten uh, gotten pregnant. And that was that was the phrase. Yep. She swallowed a bean and it sprouted. So I'm like, huh? Yeah, some of those things are confusing. Here, here's one that always confused me, Wayne. And we hear it all the time, but it seems like it doesn't fit right for the black community. The the person in your family that's known as the black sheep, <laughs> the black he or she is the black sheep of the family. Right. right. Now, what the hell is that supposed to mean for black folks? I don't know. That one <laughs> I, that one is perplexing because I don't know. And I, you know, I've never seen a black sheep. I've never you know, seen a black sheep. I have seen I've really? seen a black sheep before. I've yeah, never not, seen a black sheep. in Italy. Really? You know, most most of the sheep are white. Right, right. And uh, the oddball is kind of like the ugly ducking, duckling. Okay, the ugly duckling. You know, that, that yeah. becomes a swan. Right. You know, so you think you have all these white sheep, and there's one oddball that sticks out there, and that's the black sheep. You know, but for us, it seems like it should be the white sheep. You know, that's yeah. what I've always been confused yeah. about, you know? Yeah. We, we've all had somebody in our family that say, yeah, he's the black sheep of the family. I mean, <laughs> It's always something said, but I, yeah, I've never, because I'm one, I've never seen a black sheep. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's a common saying, man. It's a common saying amongst yep. the, the community, you know? Yeah. Hell, everybody says, I think everybody says that white folks, black oh, folks, yeah. hell, Italians, yeah. no matter. <laughs> yeah. That the black sheep of the family. He the yeah, black always, he's always an oddball. Always an oddball hanging out there. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, so what about this one? And, uh, and, and today, this would probably get you jammed up quite a bit. But uh, I used to hear the uh, the older folks used to say, "Yeah, um, he's a little light in the loafers." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like, 
whoa. I mean, as a kid, you're like, you didn't know what that meant, right? <laughs> but now, in these days, you know now, it's like, oh, okay, that's what that means. That's what it means. That's what that means, you know? Or and that, the, we we probably knew a few guys back in the day in the neighborhood, you know, that uh, people might have suspected. Right. But right. Uh, after we got older and, you know, became privy to a lot of things you're not privy to as a kid, as you got older, you'd be like, ah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Or my parents would say they got a little sugar in their britches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same deal. Lightning Same loafers. Thing. Sugar in the bridges. Sugar in the bridges, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, you mentioned it. That's a classic, man. Black folks say, oh, my sugar's up. My sugar's up. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Instead of saying, you know, you, your diabetes is acting up. It's my sugar. Right, right. Yeah. Watch my sugar. Yeah. Oh, man. Gosh. I said, that, I said that in a fraternity meeting probably a year ago, because a few of my fraternity brothers and I, we uh, do a bicycle ride for the American Diabetes Association. And so I was spearheading this uh, drive to raise money so that we could, you know, work for, you know, curing diabetes. And so I got up to speak to, you know, fraternity brothers and start talking about diabetes. And I just had to come out and said, well, you know, for all you young people, it's diabetes for all you old brothers. It's sugar, <laughs> and they started and they started cracking up. <laughs> they all they all got knew what sugar was. Got the sugar, sugar, oh, yeah. sugar, man. Got my sugar. I got gotta go back on my sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I said I said this one day to one of my uh, and I re- I forgot where I was, but I said this to one of my my. Um, white co-workers one day. I walked from work. This is when I was living in Seattle, and I walked to work pretty much every day. This particular day, it was cold. Wind was blowing. It was rainy. And I walked in, and uh, they said, hey, uh, did you get wet? I said, nah, but that hawk was out. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the hawk was out. And I realized, oh, they don't understand what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And that was like, I, I thought about that. Then. I was in Chicago and I was walking down the street. It was cold. And I'm like, man, this hawk is out today, man. Yeah. Where did that come from? You know, what, I, don't, I don't know, but we uh, grew up with it. And anybody that was grew up on either side of the track, when we talk yeah. about the hawk, yeah. we knew it was cold it, right. to, to our listeners. When we say the hawk is out, that means it's cold and windy. Yeah. And somehow the hawk got brought into that. And so yeah. whenever it's cold and windy, we just call it the hawk. The hawk is out, man. <laughs> so that that was my my phrase. I, I didn't get into trying to educate anybody. I just played it off. I said, yeah, it was cold out there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I let it slip before I realized where it was. It's like, cause we all the time, it's like, man, man, that hawk is out today, man. You know, that's <laughs> it was common. But yeah. I, I don't know how the bird got into that phrase. What does the bird mean? I I don't know. That's that's one that makes you like, hmm, where did they come up with yeah. this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just all good old country boys growing up down in E-Town. That's about it. That's been passed around. 
That's it. And you pass it around. You you learn these phrases, man, from being in the barber shop or, uh, you know, being around when your parents had those parties. You know, the parties where they listen to the Moms Mabley records and the Red. Mm -hmm. It's it's tough like that, which we weren't allowed to be around. Go go in the back room, you know. (laughs) Go in the back room as if we couldn't hear. (laughs) Yeah, like we couldn't hear, you know. Or crack the door open, you know. Listen, go in the back room, you know. So those were, gosh. Here's one. Here's another one on my list. A hard head makes a soft behind. Yep. Yep, I heard that many, many, many times. That one's pretty easy. That one's pretty easy, I think. Uh, You know, you don't want to listen, guess what? There's there's consequences. That's right. You don't want to listen, there are consequences. Yeah, there are consequences to your uh, not listening and paying attention. So, absolutely. That is a that is a classic. That uh, Here, here's here's one that my dad my dad hardly said a whole bunch, so he didn't have a lot of things that would kind of like my mom or our our parents. My dad always used this one. He goes, "You know what? When I get upset, I'm gonna go put some footses out there." <laughs> some what? <laughs> some footses? Footses. Footses. <laughs> it, it basically means I'm gonna kick somebody's butt. Huh. I'm gonna get into a fight. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna get some footses. I'm gonna put my footses up in your rear end. Now that one I've heard of. <laughs> here's one, and here's what's odd about it. You know, I I listen to Skip and Shannon. You know, uh-huh. undisputed. Yeah. And Shannon always used the term footses. Huh. He's from he's from Georgia. Uh-huh. My dad's from Louisiana. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he just said, yeah, you know what, we, we put some footses up in there. It basically means that we beat somebody up or we uh, hurt somebody. But he yeah. says it all the time. My dad used to use it all the time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some footses. Boy, you mess up, I'm going to put some footses on you. <laughs> so it basically means I'm going to put my foot up your butt. Oh, okay. Footses, I've, yeah. I've, I've heard of people saying footses, but not in a phrase. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. This was one my uh my dad used to say all the time. If you don't like my peaches, don't shake my tree. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a lot of like that phrase is in a lot of old blues records. You know, that phrase is in a lot of old yeah. blues records. Uh-huh. My dad, he's like, Yeah, if you don't you don't like my peaches, don't shake my tree. I was like Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it, man. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, uh, I gotta stop sweating. I need a yeah. fan or something up in here. This is this has been fun, man. It's great. A uh, couple few, a couple more, and everybody knows this one. If you live yeah. in a black neighborhood somewhere, and it's it's pretty um, pretty universal. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the part of that is true. I, I believe that is true, man, because you look at some of us and you really can't tell how old somebody really is. You can't tell right. sometimes, man. Like, I doubt if anybody would look. Matter of fact, you probably don't remember this. This was at one of our reunions, man. I think it was the 20th high school reunion. We had the reunion and I forgot it. You were talking to... Uh, Johnny Howard, 
and somebody, right? And they said, Steve, how you doing, man? You look really good. And they're like, yeah. And you said, yeah, this is uh, this is what prison will do for you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're almost like, what? Because, you know, they're like, man, you look good, man. And like, he's like, yeah, this is what a few years in prison will do for you. <laughs> and everybody was like, whoa, you've been in prison? I mean, because you were, you know, it was just dry, man. It was just dry. But, uh, yeah. But people, I, I, like, but what they were saying was, is like, you haven't really aged. You look good, right? And nobody could like, okay, you might be. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some black folks, man, and we be talking, and they say, man, man, I'm, I'm gonna be retiring in a few years. I'm like, man, what, what are you about forty five or fifty? Nah, man, this dude be sixty five, sixty. There's a dude I play racquetball with, man. He's sixty seven. He don't look a day over fifty. Mm. day over 50 so that that black don't crack there is something to that there is i have i see some of my former students seeing that i haven't had hair since 1986 (laughs) and i don't have a lot of gray in my mustache yeah and i've got gray in my beard a lot of gray in my beard but i i you know i shave every day so they don't they look you look like you did in 1988 I remember when I graduated from high school, you, you looked the same. You haven't aged a bit. Yeah. And I go, well, I don't know. It's all those extra it's ex, ex, extra coconut oil I put on my body. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. So, yeah, on the on the last cruise, I uh, a birthday, we were on the cruise, and we had a, my birthday and an anniversary within two days. Okay. And Stephanie bought me a uh, shirt that said black don't crack. And so one of the nights there, we were out doing something. And I said, I'm just going to wear this shirt and just kind of walk down the central canal or central uh, Central Park. And about probably 15 or 20 uh, black folks said, man, that shirt is sure is nice, man. There's a lot of truth to that. A lot of truth to that. Absolutely. And then I. Yeah. Then I was stopped by one guy and he goes, oh, no, 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 that is not true. I went, where are you from? He goes, I'm from Ghana. I went, oh, that's why. <laughs> but I, said, I, I want to say, now we, had, we, have, we have a good friend. She's from Ghana and she did Danny's hair for years. She was she was Danny's, did Danny's braid when Danny wore braids. She did her braids all the time. You look at this lady, she's probably... She's probably getting close to maybe 70, but she don't look it. She yeah. looks good. And I, I don't know. There's something, man, with within our community. I don't know what it is. But a lot of times you can't tell how people really are just by looking at them. You'll be probably be deadly wrong if you assume a certain age about people because we age well. I just think that's the fact. We age well. We age well. Yeah. Now, 150 years ago, that wouldn't be the truth. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> working out there, working out there in the fields, <laughs> that wasn't the truth. That's that was not sure. Be, you've had some folks beat down, wore down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else you got over there, man? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think here because. Sometimes a wife and I will just go off. You're like, you remember your mom when you say this? And we're like, we'll start laughing. I'm trying to think some of the things we've, we've hit on. 
what's another one? Oh, how, how about superstitions? What are some superstitions that are out there that you that you can remember? Oh, um, well, one of the ones was you weren't allowed to play cards on Sunday, you know, because it, <laughs> it was the devil, you know, it was devil was in the cards. And yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, you probably, I don't know if your mom had this, man, we couldn't turn on no R&B up in the house till like after one o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no dance music like till after one o'clock. But the cards were the big thing, man. If, uh-huh. if oh, no, no card playing, no, no, no card playing on Sunday. It's the devil's work, man. Playing cards. Uh, yeah, we we didn't have the R and B thing, and my mom played R and B every second of the day, usually all the time. Yeah, it was after one o'clock, and and to this day. On Sunday, man, or Sunday, like, I need something from the store, and it's like 12 o'clock or something, I won't have on the R&B in the car. <laughs> I won't play the R&B in the car till about, like, okay, I can fudge. Maybe about 12.45 if I'm out <laughs> turned on. But before that, I got my gospel on. I don't, <laughs> I don't mess with it, man. I don't, <laughs> don't mess with it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, on. yeah. What was another one? Superstition that, uh, oh, um, we weren't, you know, you didn't put your umbrella up in the house. I don't know. You, you, didn't, you didn't open your umbrella up in the house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The umbrella yeah. was soaking wet. You couldn't, you couldn't put it up in the house to dry it. That was bad luck. <laughs> you know, bad we, luck. But, uh, bad luck. It was bad luck. Oh, gosh. What's another one? Oh man, it's amazing all these things we talk about when we're just sitting around, just drifting off in the time, and some of them are escaping my memory today. Yeah. Oh gosh, couple superstitions or do not, do not do this. For men, especially black men, don't try to touch the head. Yep. So you don't be fooled around with black folks' head. Period. Yep. yep. And yep. then for women and for men as well, you know, don't try to touch your hair. When yep. I had hair, don't be trying to touch my hair, you know, especially for somebody white. You know, don't be trying to touch my hair, All right. you know, because because back in the day when we had hair and we had froze or whatnot, it took us a lot of pampering to get those things right. That's right, man. And you, you get it messing off. with my fro. That's right. Uh, get it all on. Out, get it all picked out nice and round. Spray <laughs> machine on it. You know? <laughs> and then somebody gonna come up and put their hand and no, oh, no, that was that was bad. Nope, nope, yeah. don't touch the yeah. wig. Don't touch the wig. Don't touch the head, man. I had I had um probably my probably about four or five years before I retired. You know, I had a, a student, a girl that come up and she put her hands on my head and I cut my eyes at her and I wanted to say something, but I just thought I said, no, nah, better not. She know not what she does, mm. but I almost clicked right there. Ooh. And I, I wanted to say <laughs> this is what I thought, but I didn't say it. You know, you touching my head equates to me touching you on your private parts. Uh, 
Right, you right. would you wouldn't like that, and I don't right. like you trying to touch my head. Right, you right. know this is this is mine. You right. know, don't be don't right. be putting your hands on don't be putting your hands on me. Well, right. I always wanted to do that. Well, you can't. Wow, you know, there's some unwritten rules that you just can't do. You can't call us white folks. You can't call us the N word. You can't touch a head or touch a head. Right. Yeah. I would. Um, I would went to one of Cynthia's little uh, work functions one time, and uh, so I'm standing there. She went off to somewhere, right? And this this lady, this white lady, came up. I don't know who this woman is. She's hugging me, man, and I'm like, "Whoa, I don't know you." <laughs> so she she steps back. Cynthia comes over. She's like, "What's going on?" She's like, oh, I just hugged your husband. And she's like, uh, you you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and she's like, why? I'm just a hugger. And it's like, no, you don't, especially you don't be going up hugging black men. You don't know. You know, she don't do that. So yeah. funny joke. <laughs> we're very we're very skeptical. We don't we don't like that to happen because lots of black folks got in trouble for somebody to come up and hugging us. Right. So so the running joke between Cynthia and her co-workers was, because I would like, sometimes I'd go to her functions, sometimes I wouldn't. So her co-workers say, hey, where's your husband at? And Cynthia's like, oh, he don't like white people. He ain't coming no more. <laughs> <laughs> she said it with a straight face. And they'd be like, what? She's like, yeah, he don't like white people. <laughs> and, just, and then she said, oh, she's like, I'm just messing with y'all, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah it, there's a there's a thing about touchy feely with us. It's like uh, I don't know you, and uh, you know, even even people we know is like, no, nah, I don't like this touchy feely thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. A couple yeah. of phrases came to mind while we were sitting here talking. Right? These are two two phrases. One, my grandmother used to say, she would see somebody. A lot of times, a couple of my uncles they drank pretty heavy. My grandmother would say, so and so or whoever, they're drunk as an owl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How does well, I didn't know owls drink. Yeah. <laughs> drunk as an owl. I don't know that. That was the thing, man. Drunk as an yeah. owl. I've heard that another as one. well, man. Yeah, drunk as an owl. And another one was, uh, and I lost my train of thought because it came to me right when we sat here. Um, oh, poor the Job's turkey. You ever heard that? <laughs> no. <laughs> My mom used to say that all the time. So and so, man, he's just as poor as Job's turkey. And I'm like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? I mean, one, I, I guess Job, I don't know. I read the story of Job many times. I didn't hear a turkey mentioned in the book of Job. <laughs> So I don't know where that one came from. Uh, Poor turkey. How in the hell did they get those turkeys over in the Middle East anyway? Wow. <laughs> so that would be amazing, man, to find out who came up with these. I mean, where did these things come from that got passed down, passed down? Here we are. We're, you know, in our 60s, and we still we still remember a lot of this stuff. Yeah. It was ingrained in us, and it was said to us. <laughs> and uh you know i guess it ends with us because you know we we say something like that to our kids and again they think like are y'all on crack or something <laughs> what are y'all talking about huh 
what do you <laughs> what do you mean I'm uh I'm I'm whatever, you know? So or go in the, go in there and put your play clothes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking what are you, about? Man, what do you you smell like you smell like outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You smell like outdoors. Yeah. And that was what my mom my mom would say too. We come in from playing and whatnot. She said, Y'all need to get in that tub smelling like a yak of forty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, it's crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy. I may, I may have to ask my mom, where, where did where did this stuff come from? Because my grandmother was good about coming off with saying, just out of the blue, man, she'd just come up with something and you'd be like, and everybody like, yes, ma'am. I mean, because you didn't question. You didn't question. You know, what does that mean? You didn't question, you know? I, I use one that Alex has kind of adopted, and I, I think I came up with it. Maybe I yeah. don't remember, yeah. but it's for when you do something and anticipating something to happen, yeah. and it doesn't. And the thing that I started using was, you know, instead of saying you're dead wrong yeah. for thinking that way, I would say you thought like Andy thought shit was candy and ate it. <laughs> that would not that that was thought like Andy. Thought so, like Andy, like a person that thought like this goofball. Okay. Okay. Shit was candy, thinking it was sweeter than what it was, and you <laughs> ate it, and which means you got a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> wow, okay. And so he's he's uh-huh. used that a couple of times. We don't go all the way through it, but he may say, thought like Andy. <laughs> so uh-huh. that's that's the hyphenated part of it, you know. Okay. okay. We, we use that. I don't know if I heard it from somebody or I developed it, but I've been using it for years and he's he's picked that up and I'm sure yeah. he he's he's used it several times as well. Wow. Okay. Man. <laughs> Man, that one's interesting. That's an interesting one. That was yep. interesting. Yeah. Don't anticipate. Don't anticipate. Wow. Cool. All right, man. This has been some fun. This has oh, been some has, fun. It has. I've been for all of our listeners out there. Continually wiping I'm, my eyes, man. I'm wiping the sweat off my head because I've been cracking up so much. This has been a this has been a nice little distraction from the coronavirus. It has, man. It or has. has or has or the um, occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is trying to tag it as the Chinese flu. Yeah, or Chinese virus and virus like, or whatever. Just you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just stop, man. We we all know you're a racist, and uh, you're 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 using this phrase. You know exactly what you're doing. And it's causing a lot of harm to a lot of Asian citizens in this country uh, who people now fear they may loathe because of the rhetoric that he's putting out there attaching that word to what's going on here. Instead of calling it what it is, call it COVID-19 or call it coronavirus. But to attach an ethnic uh, term to it, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And, well, all right. that's, that's enough. That's enough. We went there all last week. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Our Go ahead. Go ahead. Senator, I just heard our other senator from Kentucky, he's tested positive. Rand yeah. Rand Paul. The the <laughs> miss the Mr. I don't want to do anything for anybody except right. 
let's see. There should be nothing, giving nothing, taking nothing. Right. Everything should be free and independent. Now he's come down with it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. He, so, hey. he needs to go hug. He needs to go hug Moscow. <laughs> yeah, they all, they, yeah, they, they all need to go. Yeah, go, go, spread, man. Because you, <laughs> you know, I, we we weren't going to ban, but these people are just vile. They're vile and nasty people, and they all need to go. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, leave it at that. And as as our as our uh, parents probably used to say, it's time for you to go. Don't let the what is it? Let the doorknob hit you with the good boy. Good guts you. put you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, uh, this has been fun. This has been it fun. Has. It has indeed. Like you say, a good good way to take off some of the you know what's going on. Get 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 a little laughter out there. It's always good to laugh, man. Always good. So yep. great show tonight. Great show. A lot All of right. If any of you guys have some 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 ideas or phrases and so on that that you can share with us, please do so. We may revisit it in the future sometime. Right. This, this has right. been a lot of fun. That's right. You have two two guys from across the tracks from E Town, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and we're just uh, trying to move forward and and uh, provide a little entertainment or some easy listening as you travel through the highways and byways maybe if you pick this up and then we want to move on from there absolutely absolutely yeah. keeping it real keeping it real keeping and it. with that we say adios adios sayonara until we meet again chiliamo dopo <laughs>